We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Up next, the latest on the Kansas State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all the things going down in Manhattan. The latest news, top stories, and insider perspectives to keep you in the know. Make sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss anything. Three Maw is proudly presented by Holiday Distillery and their vast assortment of spirits. And now, the latest episode of Three Maw. Welcome to another Three Maw pod. I'm Cole Manbeck, joined as always by Derek Young, publisher and editor of K-State Online at On3. No John Kurtz this evening. However, we have a special guest in his place as Tom Beebe, father of All-American offensive lineman Cooper Beebe, as well as true freshman Camden, has joined us for this episode. Tom, First of all, thank you so much for jumping on with us. Before we get started, want to remind our listeners the Three Mile Pod is brought to you by our friends at Holiday Distillery. Uh, whether it's vodka or bourbon, your heart desires, Holiday Distillery has you covered. Go pick yourself up a bottle of Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon, which I'm actually having a drink of right now, or 360 Vodka as you begin to get your tailgate ready for the upcoming football season. Tom, what's, uh, what's your go-to drink of choice? Uh, Captain Morgan and Coke. All right. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get you uh we'll have to get you a bottle of Ben Holiday bottle and Bond Bourbon or uh maybe a little 360 vodka, get that for you and your wife and let you give it a try. It's good stuff. So Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, hey, uh to set the stage for our listeners, uh, and you joining the show actually started with an idea from a poster on KSO who uh suggested we have some parents of players come on the show. And I knew you were on the board, so I tagged you to see if you wanted to come on. And here we are. So first of all, Tom, thank you again for joining us. But I also have to ask you, what's it like being the father of players on the team and also being on the message boards? Uh, I tell you, to, 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 to be on the message boards and be a father of a parent, um, you, you, you got to have thick skin. Um, and, and you know what you're getting into when you get on the boards. Um, but it's great entertainment. It really is. I mean, I, I've met a lot of guys and I get a lot of, you know, private messages from people and I've met them out in public. And um, it, it, it's funny walking through the, um, you know, the concourse at a game and somebody else, Casey Gorilla. And, you know, that's my handle on the, on the boards and, um, you know, met some really great people. 
Um, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, you, you get to know the personalities and you get to um, kind of understand them. Some people think they know a lot about football. Some people think they know a lot about the inner workings of um, the program and, and you, you listen to them and say, wow, that couldn't be further from the truth. And, but, but you don't out them. Um, you, you, you know, you, you just take it all in stride. Well, so let me say thank you for never outing me for some of the stupid things I have probably said on this podcast before. And if we wanted to go back and uh, review some of the things I maybe said early last season, uh, I, I would probably cringe quite a bit. So I, I know there's a lot of instant reaction as part of the awards and there's a lot of emotion there, but I, I just had to ask what that, what that experience was like. Um, so, Hey, you guys, you don't have Friday night lights anymore, right? I, you and I were messaging about that. You may be down in Manhattan on some Fridays moving forward. Camden is now a true freshman at K-State playing on the offensive line as well. What, what's that going to be like for you? That, um, you know, at least one year where you've only got one place to be every weekend and, uh, it, you know, High school and, and, and college football, I mean, we, we went through it with Big Ten games and traveling all over for that. And, and um, sometimes, well, you know, like this year, a trip to Lubbock, uh, you know, two years ago, there's no way to get to Lubbock on a Saturday morning for an 11 a.m. game. So it's divide and conquer. And, um, you know, it, 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 a little tougher that way. But this year, I mean, we've got everything mapped out for the whole year where we're going, where we're staying, um, where we'll be the night before. And uh, we'll be in a lot of uh, Big 12 cities um, Friday and Saturday night. So it, it's going to be fun. When did you know or how soon did you know that you might have, for those that don't know, you had Colton, your son Colton played for Minnesota. Was there ever a time where, like, I might have three kids play Power 5 football? You know, the interesting thing, um, Colton, my oldest one, I think he was in fourth grade when he told told me uh, he was going to play college football. And um, if anybody knew Colton growing up, he he's the guy on the team that everybody else was mad at. I mean, he didn't know how to go through any drills other than 150%. Sprints at the end of practice, you know, he, he's running full speed. His brothers are coming home going, you know, what are you doing? You're making us look bad, whatever. But that, that was his approach. Um, I had an inkling, you know, he was very talented all the way, all the way through. I had, a, had an inkling he, he was going to play. Um, so I thought there was a pretty good chance we were going to have at least one. Um, no way did I ever think um, when they were growing up, we, we would have three. Um, and, and, and quite honestly, the fourth one, who graduated from Kansas State with an engineering degree might be the best athlete in the family. Um, he chose not to play college football. One, you know, it was more important for him. He wanted to be an engineer. Um, that was his goal, and he thought anywhere that he could get it, um, the engineering degree he wanted, he might not be able to play football there. And anywhere that he could play football, he couldn't get the engineering degree. He made that choice. Yeah, and when it came to a few of those college choices, obviously Camden picked Kansas State, Cooper picked Kansas State. Did you know pretty fast that those two were probably going to end up in Manhattan? Yeah, yeah. The um, 
once you break into this, so the interesting thing, I think Colton um, honestly really wanted to play at Kansas State. Didn't come about, I think, you know, coming out of high school, he was a, um, a fullback type, ended up playing fullback, tight end at Minnesota. He came out the same year Winston Demmel um, came out. So the, you're, you're not going to put um, a bunch of guys on, on scholarship there. Well, it didn't work out for him, but I think his love of Kansas State and his desire to play there kind of played in um, to the others. And, and Cooper, honestly, when he got the, the offer from Kansas State, I mean, it was pretty much done and over. I think that decision was made. I mean, I tried to get him to go look at other places. I mean, Stanford, you know, Notre Dame, those guys were like, hey, are you sure he doesn't want to play offensive line? He said, you know, we think he'd make a good offensive line, come see us. And he's like, no, I'm, you know, I'm good. And I think once he got that offer in his mind, he knew that's where he was going. He just didn't know how to tell us yet. And, um, so that, that was pretty much a big deal. Now, Camden, I think, probably would have enjoyed the recruiting process a little more. But he's, you know, I think he would have ended up Kansas State because he loves it there. Um, but I think he would have enjoyed it a little more. But it was kind of interesting. Some of the, the college coaches would reach out to the high school coach and said, do we even have a shot? Well, you have a shot to wine and dine him, but you're not going to, you know, you're not going to sign him. And uh, they, they never told them that, but um, I, I think the writing was on the wall. And for when it came to Cooper, that, that inclination where he, he always wanted to pick K-State and it was pretty done as soon as the offer came, that was kind of stemmed from the relationship that you all had with Coach Mo Lattimore at the time, right? Yeah, Co Coach Lattimore recruited me when I was in high school. That's how long he played. He played at Kansas State with my high school coach. And um, Mo, Mo treated me great when I was, you know, recruiting. Of course, my senior year in high school, I, I broke my leg, ripped a ligament in half in my ankle. And um, the, the surgeon who operated on me couldn't say whether I would ever be back to, to, to full strength. So I, I wasn't going to get a scholarship um, offer. Um, and, and Coach Latimer kind of said, hey, Go get your school paid for. You know, go somewhere you 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 can take care of school. He said that's what you know. That's the end goal. Said go get it done. Um, it was interesting because after my freshman year at, at Pitt State, he reached reached back out and you know we we kind of connected and any interest. And I said, man, I'm you know I'm I'm already starting as a freshman here. I, I ended in a good place and and um, you know we're we're good to go. But it was. It was funny. Coach Latimer recruited Colton. He recruited uh, Cooper. Um, you know, Cooper committed um, to play defensive line for Coach Latimer. And uh, that longstanding relationship, and I think the relationship we built with, um, with SPAD um, during Colton's recruitment. I mean, those guys were so honest, open, said, hey, here, here's the situation. Coach Latimer, same thing. He told me, he said, Colton's too good not to get his school paid for. He said, go get it done. He goes, um, you know, I, I'm sure they probably would have let him walk on or, you know, something of that, you know, that nature. But they said, no, go get his school paid for. Well, and, and you just hit on it, Tom, but most of the recruiting services had Cooper listed as a, a defensive tackle, right, on the defensive side of the football. How quickly did he realize 
or did you guys realize he was going to move to the offensive line? Well, I think the, the interesting thing, his high school coach and, and myself, we told him all along, you're going to be an offensive lineman when you get in college. I mean, he played, played both ways in high school. Um, you know, I, I look at defensive linemen probably as a little more twitchy, a little more explosive, uh, things like that. I've been around football, you know, my entire life. And we kept telling him, you're going to play offensive line. And it was funny, the, he, the night before we dropped him off, he reported um, that year the, the Shrine Bowl was in June. And they played that Dodge City the night before um, he had to report to to Manhattan. And during that game, I'm getting texts from from Brad and, and a few other people commenting. He played offensive line in that game, commenting on his footwork, commenting on on this and that. And and uh, the next morning we got there, and he all along was going to wear 98. You know, defensive defensive lineman 98, this and that, and. He got there and went, um, you know, we were at, at Jardine unloading some things, and uh, he went to the uh, the locker room tests, you know, medical stuff, things like that. And um, I get a text from him with a picture, and it had his nameplate with uh, number 50, and he said, what do you – he go, what does that mean? I go, it means you're an offensive guard. And uh, so I reached out to, to Taylor, and, and I said, hey, you know – Cooper's asking questions about his number, and and uh, Taylor told me, he said, well, it's one of those numbers you could wear on the offense or the defense. And I said, just tell him. And I said, just call him and tell him. He, you know, he knows it's coming. Just be open. And I think Coach Riley sat, sat down with him and said, hey, we think you'd make a great offensive lineman. Um, the prospects of getting on the field quicker, and said, sign me up. I'm in. That's all, that's all he had to hear. Somebody believed in him and said, you know, you make a hell of an offense in that. Well, I think their uh, their decision played well. Uh, obviously, Cooper, an All-American, Big 12 Offensive Lineman of the Year, projected first round, potential second round draft pick in the 2024 NFL draft. So uh, I think everyone is probably pretty happy, including Cooper, with that decision. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go to a quick break. Before we do, uh, want to tell you about our friends at Home Field Apparel. I'm actually uh, rocking a Home Field Apparel lavender shirt right now with one of the K State retro logos. I mentioned it down in Dallas at Big 12 Media Days, but I packed a couple Home Field shirts. Actually, almost lost a couple of them as uh, Derek Young's hatch on his trunk popped up while we were driving across the road. Thanks to Drew Galloway for not getting that shut, and then for John Kurtz recording video of. Uh, me running across a, a highway type street with my suitcase laying in the middle of the street with all my home field apparel gear. And uh, thanks to John Kurtz for not really giving a description in the Twitter video he tweeted out and raising a lot of questions on what the hell I was doing. So I say all that, uh, you know, I, I was glad that my home field stuff was not lost or damaged because I packed a lot of it on that trip. I've got seven home field shirts in my closet. They've done two K-State drops over the last year. Uh, they did a huge drop back in June of 2023 or 2022 or July of 2022. And then in June of this last year, did another drop with another 11 K-State items. So encourage all of you to get out to homefieldapparel.com and grab some of that K-State gear. Uh, Homefield is one of the best in the business when it comes to college apparel, over 150 schools that they are representative of and have gear for. And 
when they do these drops, it's uh, it's quite exciting. I know I see a lot of home field stuff when I go around the stadium. So we have to thank our friends. Get on over to homefieldapparel.com. We'll go to break, and then we're going to come back and have more with Tom Beebe. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, we're back with uh, Tom Beebe, so father of, of Cooper and Camden on the K-State offensive line. So, Tom, I, I read an excellent story from D. Scott Fritchin. Uh, I think it was last week when it published. You, you called Cooper the dancing bear. Uh, what's what's the backstory behind that? The You know, the and I mentioned earlier people commenting on his feet. He's had that footwork and the, the abilities. So, you know, coaching them as kids um, – I made them do ladder drills all the time. Um, worked with youth football all the time. And, and to me, it was important to have them do the ladder drills, footwork, things like that. He took to that and always um, ha- had incredible footwork, movement, things like that. Loved music. He was always dancing. Um, you know, moves pretty well compared to the other boys from a, from a you know, when the music's on, he, he can move. He may be a little shy at times, but he moves very well, loves to dance. Um, Mom always called him her big teddy bear. I mean, you know, off the field, he's pretty gentle. And um, so that's, you know, from the time he was little, uh, me and a couple of my buddies, we always called him the dancing bear. Great footwork, loves to move to the music. The one of the stats I read to, to Cooper, and he wasn't aware of this when I spoke to him at Big 12 Media Days in Arlington, is that in his entire career, he's only given up three sacks. All three were in his first season, two in the first game he played against Arkansas State. Now, he was unaware of that stat, but were you pretty aware? 
you, you know, it's it, it's funny because at, at every game, um, I bring binoculars. Every snap that he takes, I have the binoculars trained on him. I, yeah, I was, I was pretty much aware of it. But so he's given up and been credited with giving up three three sacks. But I'll tell you, over you know four years of playing, there are times that maybe Gilly saved him or Noah Johnson saved him or KT or Revis or, or whatever. Um, to go that long and only give up three sacks, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, you're pretty fortunate to have the guys next to you that you do because, you know, they save you, you save them. It's, it, it, it's more of a team deal. Um, I could picture all three of those sacks in my head, and I can play those through my mind right now without even looking at them. Um, so I was aware, was aware of what he was credited with. Um, but, you know, we don't talk about stats or anything like that. It's funny, when he comes out of a game, the first thing we're, we're standing outside veneer, the first thing you've got to do is you got to let mom hug him, kiss him, you know, love up on him, tell him how. Grady looks in his uniform and blah, blah, that, that whole thing. And then I get my time with him. And, and the first thing he does, he may run through five or six plays where he's like, yeah, I got hat heavy on this one. My hands weren't right. I, I didn't do this or that. We get that, that discussion out of the way. So the thing is, you may not give up a sack that whole game or you may win a bunch of reps or whatever, but you come out of a game – you, you, you got to know what you got to work on. Okay. What are you going to do next week? That That's done and over with. It's, you know, stats is in the book. You, you don't look back on them. So that that's kind of the philosophy we take. And it's funny because he'll self-evaluate himself and tell me what he did wrong. And then, then I'll wait for Sunday and say, what did coach Riley say you did? Um, you know, so it's interesting discussion a lot of times. Well, and another stat, 94 pass blocking grade since the 2021 season, which is the best among all offensive linemen in college football uh, for Cooper as well. You kind of just hit on it, Tom, but I, I actually added in an outline of questions I was thinking through for you. I, I've always wondered, you know, as a, a parent of an offensive lineman or a player, do you find yourself just glued to watching Cooper every play? Or is it hard to not follow the ball too and, and where the ball is going on the field? Yeah, it's uh, like like I said, the the, the binoculars and and um, um, unfortunately they, they they bit the dust in the uh, sugar bowl. We we broke them, so I've got to get a new pair um, before the season starts. But yeah, I start out trained on on him watching the footwork, watching the steps, watching the hands, things like that. Um, and then you know once the the play is 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 underway, the first few you know. First few steps, throwing of the hands, things like that. I'm trained on him, and then I, you know, then I pick up and figure out, you know, how far down the field Deuces run the ball, or, you know, um, how far Will's chucked it, or who's going to catch it. But yeah, I uh, <laughs> a little above. I'm trained on him, but then at some point you you, you drop the glasses and pick up the play. Well, how'd the binoculars break? You uh, get a little nervous or, you know, throw them down at something or uh, just fell off. So, so my, my best friend, my, my uh, best man, godfather to all the kids, he broke them. So <laughs> all, anybody out there sees him because he's at a 
pretty much every game, um, you know, give him a, give him a hard time. He, he broke those and said he was going to buy me a new pair, but I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> uh, one of the things Cooper said that the reason why he came back to Kansas State, obviously he went to win another Big 12 championship, but he also wants to put his name on the ring of honor. Were you ready for him to say that? Was that a conversation that you two had had as well? No, the the interesting thing, uh, I, I, I didn't know anything about that. I mean, I knew um, because we'd had discussions, you know, should he turn pro, should, you know, and and honestly, the easy answer, should have turned pro. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, we were telling him, hey, you know, here are your options, this and that. You 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 could get hurt. This could happen. That could happen. Um, I I think he got the feeling we were leading him down that path. And I knew I, I've known you know I knew a long time before he even told us that he was going back, but I didn't know why. And and honestly, uh, Coach Riley was here for an in-home visit with Camden, and. He didn't want to go there, didn't want to have that discussion. But when we were done talking about Camden or whatever, and before he left, I said, you know, I asked him, I said, what do you think he should do? And then we got into that discussion, and Coach Riley was the one that, that broke it to me that that was one of the things on Cooper's mind, and I, I about fell over. And I never entered my mind, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Um, that was one of the big things, among other things, playing with his brother, graduating, you know, everything he came up with and told me said, I, you know, I promised you I would graduate. And I said, all you've got left is student teaching before you graduate. And he couldn't do that during the, the, the season. So he had to do that in the spring. I said, you can come back and student teach a year from now and graduate, you know, get drafted, bank the money, whatever, come, come back and finish school later. And he said, no, I made that commitment to you. And I'm like, okay. You know, and every time I'd have a discussion with him, something new would come up. But when Coach Riley said, hey, this is the deal, and I sat and talked to him, and I thought, wow, okay. Started checking the boxes of all the reasons, and, and you know, I had an argument to all of them. That one I didn't have an argument to. The, if you look at every picture taken while he was at Big 12 Media Day, look the look on his face, the smile, the engagement absolutely told me he made the right choice. And that's once in a lifetime. I mean, he, he made that comment once in a lifetime. You you turn pro, he never gets to experience that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And last one for, for me is to, to kind of look at just what he's accomplished um, under Connor Riley, the offensive line coach. You've been around a lot of college coaches. Um, you played for a bunch. You, you had Colton in Minnesota. You've seen two different staffs at Kansas State, really. Um, just how would you characterize just what Connor Riley's meant to Cooper's career? So, you know, as a as a former offensive lineman, offensive line coaches are the greatest. I, I don't think I've ever met a bad one. Um, offensive line coach, at, even though Colton didn't play offensive line, I loved Coach Callahan at, at, at Minnesota. Um, my offensive line coach, I, I I didn't go to college to play offensive line. This, you know, second game of my freshman season, um, we had a guy blow a knee and, and, and go down, and he reached out to me and said, have you ever played offensive line? Uh, no, I haven't. Would you like to? Um, I started from the third 
third game my freshman year for the rest of my career. Um, but but the bond you have with a with a, a coach and, and and the thing about Coach Riley is we've gotten to know him enough. I know him as a dad. I know him as as a coach. I know him as a person. Dude is just absolutely solid. And um, the relationship he has with Cooper, I witness them interact. The way he talks to him, the way he he keeps him in line, but encourages him. Um, yeah, yeah, he's just top notch as an offensive line coach. And just- Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. Just circling back to the story you just told a few minutes ago, Tom. I mean, also the Ring of Honor, but also Cooper wanting to to help Camden, which is something he's talked about a lot at Media Day and throughout this process to return and want to mentor his brother. I mean, how how proud does that make you and your wife as parents just to, to know, you know, how mature he is to want to make that sacrifice when he could go make a lot of money? but also wants to take care of his little brother. You, you know, it's it, it's interesting because of all the kids, those two, so, so Camden's the only one that didn't get to play in high school with one of his brothers. Cooper graduated before Camden came in and started as a freshman. So they didn't get that interaction, but I've seen it a couple of times as Camden was going through high school, Cooper would tutor him, would reach out to him. Because, you know, Cooper's told me Camden could potentially be better than and, and and I think he firmly believes that. So at, at, at the, you know, high school age, Camden was bigger, was stronger, um, had some things on Cooper. Now, could he be better than Cooper? He could be. But, it, it, I mean, we're just talking potential. And part of it is Cooper sees that and he's like, okay, coming in as a freshman, it was a shock to Cooper. Uh, and, and he had to go through it. He lived it. Um, he attacked it, whatever. I think coming in, he knew Camden wasn't quite ready f- from some aspects, not on the field, off the field and the approach and, and things like that. And he kept telling me, um, I want to be there because I can help him get on track quicker um, you know, than he did. And the interesting thing, so Camden's been home several times on the weekend or whatever. I already see a difference in his approach um, than just a month and a half ago. It, it, you know, it, I think he's making an impact 
and, and getting Camden um, mentally prepared um, and, and how to approach the game. And I know you, you won't brag about yourself, Tom, but uh, look, you were, I, I think you were a second team offense or all American on the offensive line uh, in your Pitt state days. Is that right? Yeah. And the, and the interesting thing. So my, my senior year, um, we had two freshmen. Now we, we played a strong side and a weak side. So I flip flop. I, I, I played on both sides of the line, depending on the formation. But, but the thing is, we had two freshmen on the other side of the line, so we only had really three offensive linemen that were experienced. And, and when they told me I'd made All-American, I was shocked. I mean, we did lead the nation in rushing. I mean, you know, we, we ran the ball like 98% of the time. And I don't care if it was, you know, third and 13. We, that's the first down we can make. Um, and, and playing with the guys, and, and, and if you're – picked as an all-american it means that five-man unit's pretty good because it takes the guy to your left and, and the guy to your right to make you the player you are and, and and we had three guys that were experienced had played together for a while i knew what he was thinking i knew what he was thinking um it, yeah so it's a five-man unit that makes somebody an all-american and and that's why I asked you that, Tom, because you understand offensive line play very well, having played it. And I wanted to ask you what's the, the most important trait when it comes to a good offensive line. And obviously, K-State having really six guys, seven guys with a ton of starting experience back. You count Taylor Portier as well. How, how important is that continuity and knowing what each other's doing on the field and having a good offensive line? It, it, it's absolutely huge. And you know, you, you, you watch a game, and it's funny because when the boys are home or whatever, and they're all together, and we're watching football, and um, you, you know, one of them will make a comment. They're commenting about something two levels deep on the defense. Well, here, here comes the the safety, or here comes a cornerback, or here comes, and I'm like, how can you, you know, how are you guys picking that up? And you know, the, the they're talking, and you you can almost anticipate the stunts, the twists, the things that are going to happen. Um, and and if, if you've got a guy and whether that's your center or your guards, whatever, and you're talking to the guy next to him, you know, you, you can combat a lot of times it's five guys and they, they may be sending six, but those five guys can block those six. If, you know, they're hand in hand with the guy next to them, you, you, you know, somebody's coming around, you're going to pass him off. You're, you know, you're going to hold him up. You're going to do a, you know, a duo or, or whatever. And then you've got that guy coming around. You have to know um, and you have to trust that guy next to you. I'm going to help him, but I'm going to pass him off because that guy's coming. And, and if you don't trust the guy next to you and, and you lock up on a guy and you stay on him, there you got somebody running right by you to you know, nail the quarterback. So it takes it takes all five of them. And the communication is huge. I, I meant to ask Cooper this at Big 12 Media Day, but is there a defensive front alignment that is harder to go up against as an offensive lineman from your perspective or maybe from talking to Cooper or, or your kids? Is it a three-man front? We've seen K-State with the 3-3-5, three, three, guys coming from all over, or is it traditional four-man? I'm, I'm curious for your thoughts on that. I, I always prefer to have a guy on me. Um so you know if you if you're playing guard or whatever you, you you'd rather have a four-man front because um i always felt like i could get and part of the thing is 
you don't have to overpower or, or you have to block and you have to occupy that guy and you have to get in the right position to create a lane or whatever. I mean, you want to finish, you want to drive that guy out of there, but if he's on me and I can, I, I I'm smarter than he is and my technique is better. I can get into the position that I'm going to, I'm going to block that guy. Um, if you're chasing guys and, and, and you have to chase down a linebacker, um, sometimes you're going to get there and he's gone. Already. Um, so I always prefer to four man front if I was playing guard um, because that guy's on me. And, yeah. 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 I mean, I always, I, I played offensive line in high school, but I, I don't look anything like an offensive lineman. Obviously it was three a in Kansas. And uh, I always preferred, I preferred the the heavier, slower guys than the quick guys. And always like to have a guy head up over me because you weren't guessing as much and you could kind of predict where they're coming from. So um, hey, a couple of fun ones for me, Tom, and then we'll, we'll get you out of here. But uh, you had four boys growing up and uh, all big kids. And I think you've gotten this question on the boards before. But what was that grocery bill like for you guys? Uh, so it, it's interesting. So mom mom took care of all the groceries and, and, and uh, you know, 500 bucks a, a, a week, five, 600 bucks a week um, with groceries and and. She's going through the, the grocery store, pushing one cart, pulling another cart, you know, uh, five, six hundred bucks. And then, you know, on, on Tuesday, we're going back for additional milk. You know, we've already gone through five gallons of milk. We're, um, it, it, yeah, grocery bills were not fun. Yeah, no, I am. Uh, I'm sure about that. We, we've we've heard the Gronkowski brothers, right, have fights and breaking up fights in the household. Did, did you ever have to deal with that, you and your, your wife, with the boys and, and getting into it? Yeah, you know, the interesting thing, so my family, we grew up the same way. I mean, my dad, um, my dad had two brothers and they, um, you know, th they grew up fighting. I, I had um, I had three older brothers myself. We grew up fighting, um, you know. But that's all at home. You're bickering, and it's you know it was like two against two. So you, you always teamed up with one of the other ones. So it was two against two. But that's all at home, and that's when you're needling each other, things like that. But as soon as you walk out the door, it's four against everybody. And and um, no 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 much or no matter how much they bickered or fought or um, needled each other at home, as soon as they were out the door, it's um, you know they were like this and. Uh, you put up with the uh, the the fighting, the WWE, the jumping off the couch, you know, off the top ropes, that that type of stuff. Um, but when when they're out in public, it's you know, it's family. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Big Twelve city outside of Manhattan that you visited? Um, you know, Austin. We we had a fun time in Austin. Um, Baylor. I liked their their stadium. That was that was a fun one to visit. Um, Ames, Ames is okay because my wife is from Iowa, and and so that's a big family affair. Um, so so that's always always fun, but um, nothing like Manhattan. Yeah, none of them are like Manhattan. Yeah. Well, hey, we appreciate the time, Tom. It was a lot of fun to to chat with you and uh, learn more about Camden and Cooper and just uh, about your guys' history together. So we appreciate you jumping on. Thank you so much. Thank, hey, thanks so much for having me anytime. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, let's uh, let's get together for a drink before a game this year, uh, and uh, let's meet back up at the Big 12 Championship again. Sounds great. All right. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.